Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, the place to be to embody the goddess you were born to be. I'm Diane Shepard, certified Tantra coach with a specialty in the Taoist Jade Egg practice. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices to help you heal your relationship to your sensuality, reclaim your pleasure, and tap into the life force power of your sexual energy, which is definitely not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything, your mental and physical health, your creativity, your joy, your vitality, and it's also a direct line to your unique expression of the sacred feminine. And what the world needs now more than ever are more women like you embodying the goddess they were born to be. You see, we're at a crucial point in human history right now. A new way of being human is emerging on the planet. And at the heart of that shift is the rise of the sacred feminine. How is the feminine rising in you? Let's find out. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, gorgeous. Welcome back to the Vital Goddess Podcast. It's always such an honor to have you here and really thrilled that you came back if you've been here before. So welcome back. And if you are brand new to the show, brand new to my world, perhaps, I am so thrilled that you're here. And I hope you find something here that's supportive and useful and fun, entertaining, inspiring. But I'm just really psyched that you're here checking it out. So welcome, welcome. All right, so today on the show, I want to dive into one of my favorite things to talk about, astrology. And I want to share a bit on how I got into astrology around the same time that I got into um, pleasure and the sacred feminine and all of these Taoist and tantric practices that I am in love with and that I love to teach. And at the same time, I was getting into all of that. When I stepped onto this pleasure path, I also stepped on the astrology path. And um, I have to credit Dr. Christian Northrup for pointing me in that direction. She is also the teacher or the mentor, I should say, that got me onto the pleasure path. She was involved in a community that I was involved in um, exploring pleasure and the sacred feminine. And she was also really into astrology. So she really pointed me towards some amazing teachers that were taking a very tantric and embodied approach to working with astrology. And so I, yeah, I just fell in love with this way of working with um, with our natal chart, our birth chart. And I think it's been so supportive to so many of my clients. And also to me, it's really changed my life and in terms of embodying my own inner goddess energy, but also massively impacted my relationship with my partner, all of my relationships actually, but really specifically my romantic relationship um, really was transformed by um, really embracing astrology and living it, right? Really embodying it. So want to share that. But before we dive into that, I just want to say that the application process for the Vital Goddess Mastermind is now open And so if you've been feeling the zing, now is the time. I have a short application for you to fill out if you're interested. And um, it has all the details in there too of exactly what's there, 
you know, what you're getting. I'm a big believer in making empowered decisions, informed decisions. It's so important. And um, so, yeah, you'll see everything you need. I'll link it in the show notes so you can um, take a look at the application. And if you're feeling it, I'd love to have you apply. I'm only opening 10 slots this semester, right? We work on a semester basis. So every semester, um, you know, I open up a certain number of slots for new women to join us. And I do that because I think it's so important that um, we don't flood it with too many people at once, right? I want you to feel really comfortable in your first semester, especially getting seen and um, really getting into the groove of this work because it's, um, you know, it's it's deep work and I, I think you deserve that. So yeah, I only take 10 women and um, those 10 women will also receive as a bonus this semester a free astrology reading from me, which I call Embodied Love Astrology. And it's a, a reading that's pre-recorded and it also includes some follow-up support as well. I will link that in the show notes. You can get all the details on that as well if you are inspired. Um, I think it's been an amazing tool again for me and for so many of my clients. So definitely check that out if you're interested. And maybe you'll be even more interested after hearing this episode. All right. So astrology, such a game changer for me. When I started to learn about my birth chart, it was mind-blowing, really mind-blowing, and really supported me so much and getting in touch with you know, my feminine energy, because we could say, oh yeah, feminine and pleasure, but what does that mean to me? And of course, I explored that and was finding out and learning all about that through the embodiment practices, which is really important. But the astrology just added that extra support that I was craving and just brought in um, a deeper sacred nuance to the work as well. That was really powerful for me. And so I just wanted to learn as much as I could about it and studied for a number of years and then started to offer sessions to women who were doing this work. And they've, they've had similar experiences of like, wow, this is so helpful. It can really help me focus on, you know, what I need to focus on, the exact energy that I want to cultivate. And you start to feel it come alive in your body. And as I said, I was lucky to find teachers that took a, what I call a very tantric approach to astrology really about giving us um, information for embodiment, right? Looking at these archetypal energies as energies that want to come alive in us or codes, if sacred codes, if you will, that really want to be activated. And we can have these parts of us be dormant for many valid reasons. And what astrology can do is it's kind of like a big permission slip, really. Of It's something you already kind of have a hunch that's in there, but it's like, oh, there it is, right? <laughs> I do have Venus in Scorpio. And it's just, again, permission to bring more of that out. You see, because society um, really conditions us so hard and tells us, what we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to be. And especially when you step into um, some of the work around polarity and feminine and masculine energy, it's a little cringeworthy when you hear like, there's a, this is a certain way to be feminine and this is the way to be feminine. I can, uh, I don't know, I've seen that go wrong so many times and I feel like a lot of harm can be done, you know, unless people understand that there is no one way to be feminine or masculine, that we are all incredibly complex, nuanced beings. And we start to study astrology, we can really, really get that on a visceral level, just how unique we are. And I always say, you know, our our feminine energy is as unique as our fingerprint, and so is our masculine, so is every other part of our chart, yeah? So I wanted to create, um, you know, a reading 
around this too. This is like, I call it embodied love astrology that really brings in the whole Venus and Mars aspect of things. Because quite often I've noticed that people will know their moon sign, their sun sign, and their rising sign, or usually goes the other way, sun, moon, rising, right? Which is all really great information, important information. But lesser known for many people is the sign of their Venus, right? The sign, the house position, any planetary aspects of your Venus. Really important for anyone who wants to embody their sacred feminine. And very few people know their their Mars, the sign of their Mars. Again, really important information to know if you want to really get into a sacred relationship with your inner um, masculine, you know, your inner feminine and masculine have this um, sacred union that, you know, is very unique to you that wants to be expressed. And it really is foundational to the work I do, really cultivating our sacred masculine in such a way that it can, he can hold space, support, love, protect, and be devoted to our sacred feminine energy. And until we do this inner work, we tend to project it out and almost demand it from lovers and really just leads us down to this path of a lot of frustration. And we just start to pin our own inner yearnings of owning this energy ourselves on various partners or even father figures, you name it. So astrology can be an awesome way to take a look at that and really take back our agency and take back that beautiful inner beloved work that is sacred and it's your birthright. Yeah. And I have a feeling, I have a hunch that perhaps (laughs) just a hunch that maybe this is why astrology was so demonized by uh, definitely by the Catholic church and probably other Christian churches as well, because it really empowers people. It really brings you into a sacred relationship with yourself, <laughs> like a divine, uh, a divine um, direct line to the divine, like I like to say. So um, yeah, it's been incredible for me to dive in there and really get to know my own Venus energy. And it's it's so far beyond just just the sign. You can definitely look it up, and that'll give you some great information. Knowing the sign of your Venus, and you can do that for yourself, right? On any site that does that, just let you run your own birth chart. You might even know that. And knowing the sign, the element, and just the kind of character in general of that energy, and then just contemplating how does that express through you, right? Can be a really beautiful thing to do and add so much to your embodiment practice when you start to bring in the frequency of your Venus. And I want to add that there are usually a lot more detail around that when you go deeper in and know the house position. I use the whole house system in case you're wondering if you know that kind of speak. Um, And also any any interaction that your Venus is having, especially with outer planets, say with Saturn or Pluto or Uranus, or even Jupiter um, is more, um, can be powerful as well. Uh, Did I say Neptune? (laughs) Neptune is big on my Venus. So maybe that's why I just skipped that for a second. But no, the outer planets, when they interact with your Venus, um, also really powerful to know because it just brings in a whole other piece of the puzzle for you to explore. And I want to underscore that word explore because it's um, really an inquiry. You know, it's not really, I don't see astrology as a way to tell you how to live. It's more of an invitation to um, 
activates what's already in you. What I love, uh, there's an astrologer, Pam Gregory, that I, I think she's wonderful. You probably have heard of her. But um, the way she describes it is so beautiful about how your birth chart is really like a piece of sheet music. And they're just like these notes, right, of the the music of music that you came here to play. And you get to choose what type of music that is. Is it more classical or jazz? Like there's so much nuance, right, that you get to bring in. So it's not like um, predictive or deterministic, let's say. Sometimes astrology can be used in that kind of almost scare you way. There, I don't feel that there's I don't think there's any such thing as a bad chart at all. There could be intense energies and, you know, um, opportunities for healing. Absolutely. But um, it's meant to work. It's designed to work. You're not a blank slate, right? You came in here with talents and, um, you know, special gifts that are just innate to you. And sometimes you don't even see them, you know, you don't even see them. And astrology can help you see them and own them. And um, embody that. And really, uh, when you do that, I always like to think of the the energy, the archetypal energy loves to be noticed, especially Venus, loves attention, loves to be noticed, loves to be talked about, loves to be brought alive through ritual, loves to be brought into um, sacred practice. And when you start to acknowledge, especially Venus in that way, she really starts to thrive and come more alive, you know, when you get that frequency that, that felt sense of your Venus and you bring that into, say, a breathwork practice or a jade egg practice, yoni egg practice, wow, you've got some really potent medicine there. Yeah. She loves ritual. So the, the gods like really want to be invoked, goddesses and gods, and ritual is the language they speak, right? So I think that's so powerful. And in terms of the inner um, sacred union work or inner beloved work is another way to say that. Again, this is a very tantric principle that we you know, have these inner masculine and inner feminine energies within us. And it really is a sacred marriage that wants to happen. These energies are meant to get along beautifully and harmonize and create magic in your life, like sex magic in your life, right? And it's really about, you know, getting to know, you know, who your Venus is for one and getting to know your inner masculine, your Mars energy as well. Again, knowing the sign and the house placement, any planetary aspects can be super helpful. Um, And another astrologer who I absolutely adore, Caroline W. Casey, um, has so many beautiful quotes. One of the quotes that she says is, um, when Venus is absent, Mars runs amok. And that is like, wow, when you think about that in terms of our inner work, when our Venus is MIA, when we have not activated this energy and are ignoring this energy, our Mars, our masculine energy runs amok. It's so true. And we start to use our masculine energy in ways that really don't support us on that deeper level, right? If our Mars is not really devoted and serving and providing for our Venus, our masculine energy is going to run us into the ground and really have the um, more outer focus is going to um, kind of take precedent, right? So just focusing all that energy out. And that's where I think we lead to um, just just doing too much for other people, you know, just providing, putting all that energy out there in the world when really 
what really needs to happen first is that Mars energy, that masculine energy, first and foremost needs to be here to create that safe space, that container, that masculine, sacred masculine presence and safety and permission to really allow your Venus to thrive, creating those spaces for her to um, flow, (laughs) you know, and we can do this with our inner work around this, really, you know, harnessing the power of our inner masculine to support the thriving of our feminine is, again, a big part of this work. And it has been life-changing for me. When I started to really apply this in my own life, the, um, the alchemy of that has been really powerful. And it just gave me so much more um, inner harmony and, and peace, and I want to say confidence, right? Self-confidence, body confidence, all of those things, authenticity, and I just stopped projecting as much. I still do it once in a while, of course, we're human. Stop projecting so much on my partner and expecting so much from my partner because I wasn't giving it to myself. So a big part of this work, whether you use astrology or not, is to really take a look at is how, are, how is our masculine treating our feminine? You know, are we ignoring her? Are we ignoring the body? Are we ignoring our pleasure? Are we ignoring our desires, our true emotions and feelings? Are we stuffing our emotions? These are all signs of internalized patriarchy. And astrology is a really powerful tool to bust out of that internalized patriarchy and into a whole new vista, a new realm where, you know, your masculine gets to be in devotion to your feminine and you get to thrive and really experience what that feels like to be that, um, that sense of completeness that I think so many of us are craving. And once we have that anchor, we get to step into partnership from a much more grounded and full and joyful place where partnership gets to be a hell of a lot more fun. <laughs> right? It's not like we're not heading we're not heading into the banquet, say if it's a banquet, partnership banquet. We're not coming in there starving. We're coming in there fed. We're coming in there as as a sovereign being and coming in there to play and have fun and to expand, not coming in trying to get something and being transactional, right? And I don't want to make anything like that wrong. I get it. I've done that for years. It's our conditioning. And once we start to see, again, this internalized patriarchy and what it can do to us and how it can destroy any chance of having a thriving, sexy, you know, sacred tantric relationship with another human being, you start to, when you start to really see that, that's when we start to have the ability to change it, right? To have the agency to, to choose something much more nourishing, much more empowering, and it absolutely serves you on your soul's mission, right? The way your chart's designed, once you get right with, you know, your foundations, first of all, looking at what you really truly need, but also getting right with that inner sacred union, this is the juice, the stuff that really supports you on your path, your mission, what you really came here to be and do in the world. So um, yeah, you could tell I'm really passionate about this, right? So I highly recommend checking out you know, your birth chart if you haven't already and explore at least what sign your Venus is in, what sign your Mars is in. Just feel into that. That alone can really be powerful. 
And again, if you're interested in the Vital Goddess Mastermind, you will receive um, a free reading from from me. It, the value is $350, and you'll receive that for free as if part of the 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 program if you decide to join. And if you decide to not join that, you can certainly sign up for that reading um, independently of the program and, you know, get all the goods of that astrology and start to apply it on your journey to embodying the goddess you were born to be. All right, my love, that's all for this episode. And I will catch you next time. Again, links in the show notes for all the things. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, I have a free offer that I think you're going to absolutely love. It's called Shakti Core Breathwork Journeys. This is a free membership. And when you sign up, you'll get instant access to a whole bunch of content on how to really use the power of your breath to get a deeper embodiment of your sacred feminine energy. So this is definitely a feminine spiritual practice. So I have a whole bunch of content for you. When you join, you can learn all about the breath and how I use it in my work to really support women in opening to more pleasure, right? Really um, coming into a space of being able to receive more pleasure, a deeper connection to sensuality, and um, how to really open and express more of your own unique beauty, your unique radiance, your light, and you get a deeper connection on how to use the breath to connect more deeply to your desires, your passion, and the full range of your emotional palette, and also your unique expression of love. So if that speaks to you, I would absolutely love to see you in there. I'm stoked to share the content with you, but even more than that, I'm really excited to guide you on live breathwork journeys, which will be happening twice a month in that space. So the link is in the show notes to sign up. I hope to see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you know would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please, sharing is caring. So pass it on. I would so appreciate that. All right. That's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.